Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our podcast. Hi. Hey, it's Allison. She's here <laughs> two weeks in a row. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. We did. We missed a week. You know, I yeah. wonder why. Because somebody uh, it's your can't. your fault. Somebody, for whatever reason. You kept eating stinky onions. No, can't. Let me tell you a story about Allison why, real quick. Why are your glasses so squeaky? Because they're brand new. And these are, uh, can you hear them? Yes. They are brand new and they are temporary lenses until I get my real lenses. Because the real lenses take two weeks to come in. Because my eyes are very special and they need to be treated as such. <laughs> and so uh, I'm waiting for my very special lenses to come in. Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you've ever had that problem, would you call us at 254-300-7982? Jennifer Love Hewitt, tell us about your eyeglasses. Man, so, that was supposed to come out all smooth and I just got all choppy there at the end. So, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Please be on our show. There we go. So uh, what were you going to tell our listeners, listeners, listeners about? So what I was going to say is we are back on the um, ghost uh, whisperer train here, um, which is something I would not pay a fare for. Um, but, but in a sense, you do. Well, because you do. I'm going to pay for it with my very soul. Um, so... This week, you have watched the episode. I have not. This is going to be a full reaction episode for me. This was such a good episode. The too. episode. Yeah. Can we? Uh, can we? Can you tell me which episode this was? What? Which one are we on? As far as I know, episode eight. As far as I know, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> according to what is on the great plethora of megaphone. Meth and meg megaphone. Okay. It is. Season one, episode eight. Season one, episode eight. Okay, let me. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the synopses of this uh, particular episode. Uh, and uh, what's he saying? Nine or eight? Eight. Either that or he's flipping me off very weirdly. <laughs> um, so this is. Oh yeah, that's right. Because last one was hope and mercy. This is on the wings of a dove. On the wings of a snow white dove. I, I really wish you would have seen this episode because. <laughs> oh, um, I'll watch it no matter what. I mean, <laughs> it, I've got to watch it. It's just so important. <laughs> you um, would have all kinds of fits about this. So this, this says, 
Uh, as Jim connects empathetically to the scary feelings of a heavily tattooed dead ex-con, is this the guy who was like in front of that burning house or whatever? Wasn't there a ex-con in front of a burning house? Maybe it's another show. Uh, it, it does. Oh, who died in his ambulance? Yes. Yeah. So this yes. is the guy. Uh, an ex-best friend from Melinda's past keeps trying to reconnect with her. Uh, as the fifth year anniversary of Jim's father's death gets close, Jim begins to act very strangely. Noticing his change in behavior, Melinda believes the problem to be caused by a tortured spirit lurking around. While trying to help Jim, she receives a surprise visit from an old friend that brings back painful memories of times past for Melinda. Played by Jennifer Love Hewitt, who... Uh, Honestly, if Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you'd like to be on our show, you can call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. All right, so tell me all about this one. What happens? So this is quite interesting. Okay. So as the description said, it was Jim's being very... Cagey. Weird. Yes. Odd. Not his normal... How so? What is he doing? He's he's very like... Touchy-feely? In a crude. sense... He's more crude. But it's also like if, you, if she tried to say something to him, mm-hmm. like I. It's, he keeps telling a lot of those uh, man from Nantucket poems that I end mean, very badly. He, he was just very short with her. Okay. It was just like so I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, I'm doing good. I see. Okay. We're, whatever. Like he just blow it off. Okay. So it's every episode. And it's not like him. No. Usually he gets on a ladder in the middle of a thunderstorm, or you know. Uh, goes out to see his, what is it, his mother? His mother comes in and makes her stay in the so, guest room while they're changing light bulbs or something. Funny enough, his mom actually does visit them in this episode mm. um, with this her uh, quote-unquote friend. Boy toy. Um, that's a boy, but comes out to be her boyfriend. Oh. And it, it comes out to stay later in the episode that it has been five years since Jim's dad had passed. Okay. And so this is the first man in his mom's life yeah. since his dad's passing. She was growing cobwebs down there, and she had to get up on somebody. Is that how we say that these days? Is that how the yes. kids say it? <laughs> yes, you're correct. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> sorry, but, that was super crude. I, I have an ex-con in me. I'm sorry. So the throughout the episode, Jim describes like i'm not feeling well i just yeah i'm experiencing weird mood swings i'm you know i feel lonely even mm. though i'm around people around people i love care He's going about through menopause <laughs> essentially menopause Get yes. hot flashes um, can't sleep at night and then he does bring up his dad's passing Thinking he's like we're, grandbabies we're, <laughs> yeah what i don't know you go through menopause i don't know that's all i'm thinking so <laughs> so he he goes home um, he's help. Well, he's helping somebody. Um, gets called out is having to do first aid. Okay. And while he's doing first aid, so he's on his job. Yes. It's very cold. He's having to help somebody. Oh, he gets called out. Cold. Not cold out. Not cold out. Called, called out. out. Called out. Okay, so he gets called out on his ambulance. <laughs> uh, and he goes to visit somebody who has broken their neck off so or whatever. They're essentially having to do CPR. Oh, okay. And so his right. partner is like, hey, come on, let's go. And he zones out. And at this point, it's shown to us that the tattooed guy yeah. possesses his body. Does it look a lot like the, you know, the guy in the first Suicide Squad movie that's got all the tattoos all over him and he can make fire out of his hands? It, it, it looks a lot like that guy, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. 
very much like that. Uh, so they. So this is very much a callback to that original where the guy died in his ambulance yes. or whatever. Okay. This All whole right, cool. episode's about Got that it. guy. Got it. Um, you know, whatever they're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. They, him and Melinda, talk about, well, you know, maybe it's this, this, and this. Well, then. He can't quite put it in, and so Jim kind of just cashes it as, oh, it's my dad's, you know, death anniversary, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm going to blow it off. Got it. Following day, they're doing a mandatory first aid mm-hmm. class mm-hmm. training, and so all of them are in there, and then for whatever reason, Jim hysterically sees something. Hysterically? Sees, like, gets up hysterically because oh, okay. he, oh! he sees his dad. Yeah his dad's face oh. in the film oh, wow. saying help me jim help me and so and it's starting to like come up out him at, at him towards him and so he's like at the back of the class whatever so he's like frantically mm-hmm. getting up and that's where you get a first glimpse of the guy oh okay i think but so, then so just real quick there is a uh, uh i'm assuming melinda finds out soon yes okay all right go yeah on. so melinda comes home like Oh, they told me that you got sent home early. What's going on? Mm-hmm. School called him or his job called him, I guess, and said we sent him home early. I don't know. Called if, his wife? I don't know if they called her or if it was like he, she tried to visit. Maybe a spirit told him or her. I, I don't know because early in the episode, he, like she took him lunch. And so when he was leaving, she got a feeling and turned oh. around and saw the guy standing there. Gotcha. And then this happened immediately after. She just dropped the sub sandwich right in the middle of the street. Yeek. No. Yeek, a dangerous convict. Um, okay, so there's there's three quotes on IMDb from this show. One is from Melinda. She says, what's a malevolent spirit or two between friends? Well, hysterical. Uh, the second one is, uh, this one says about the reasons why Alexis humiliated Melinda back in freshman year of college. We haven't gotten to that. Mm-mm. Um, uh, so we'll do that one later. And then this last one says, Jim asking Melinda, do you always tell me, you know, when you see spirits or there's so many of them, you don't even mention it. Melinda says door number two. Do you remember that from the show? Yes. Okay. So those were supposed to be interesting and they were not. <laughs> So this he okay. So he's been. Let me give a small recap, and uh, this is this recap is sponsored by uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt coming on the show, and she can if she call us at two five four three zero zero seven nine eight two. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. So this recap is Jim uh, not been feeling well, been acting like a dick. Um, Melinda's called him out on it a little bit. Then he gets called out to help somebody on the ambulance and finds out that. Uh, the dead guy is, is in him. Has he found that out yet? Not really, I guess. He just knows he's feeling bad. But we <laughs> yeah. get the flashes in the audience that, that Tattoo Boy is in him. Yes. Um, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and then um, Jim goes to a class. What's the class again? So it's like a first aid oh, okay. response. So it's like, a, it's like a refresher on yeah. CPR and it, stuff it's like more, that. Yeah, refresher yeah. course. So he's that. And then he sees a flash of his dead dad's face in something. The film and the training. So it's like a video training. Oh, okay. So he sees it in the the VHS they're playing up front. Mm -hmm. And uh, he freaks out. They send him home early because he's hysterical. 
And while Melinda tries to bring him a Jimmy John's, um, she sees Tattoo Boy and realizes, oh, shit, he's inside my husband. She puts two and two that Dead Boy has attached himself Got to okay. Jim. Because he's holding his pocket turned inside out. No. Okay. So then... <laughs> uh, like in prison, you know. You know how they hold each other's pocket if you're somebody's bitch? You grab on a son. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. No idea. So in prison, what happens is the, the guy who is in charge turns his pocket out, and then the guy who is his B-I-T-C-H uh, holds on to the turned out pocket as like being subservient to him and just kind of follows him around. That's so dumb. Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's either that or trade your ass for cigarettes, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, true. By the way, Jennifer Love Hewitt, have you ever traded your ass for cigarettes? If you have, give us a call at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. Hey, just real quick, by the way, last week was all about Jennifer Love Hewitt vajazzling things. I don't know if you listened to that or not, but she taught three different celebrity hosts how to vajazzle their vajazzlers. No, but I, I remember, for whatever reason, your wife in your office, and I walked in, mm. you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, I released this episode, and then she was like, wait, what? <laughs> the vajazzling? Yeah, 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 yeah. she yeah. didn't like that at all, no. She's not crazy about and beads so, and trinkets. Um, thus led the conversation of that yeah. to your wife beads and, beads and trinkets in your hoo-ha is not not what she's into let me tell you that was a very yeah. interesting conversation sure. to listen on sure i'm sure <laughs> yeah she just thinks i'm an idiot but anyway go ahead all right so we're all caught up yeah we're, we're learning cpr Ish. do you know cpr i used to be certified really i used to be in cpr I, or something else cpr first aid training oh, okay. i used to be a uh, certified in it really uh, like, for why uh, my, for well, why, I just asked you. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt, can you help us with our grammar? If you can, call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, be on our show, please. No, uh, in See, high I school. Screwed it up there at the end just to be funny. <laughs> in high school, I took a class that certified you in a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. And oh, that so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, and that was just one of the courses. When like, I was teaching, we had that was one of the teachers across the hall from me. She taught a lot of that kind of yeah. stuff, healthcare and all those yeah, things. So yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah. CPR, fishing license, hunting license, boating license. It was Wait, a bunch of like. what the hell was this class? <laughs> I don't remember, but get, it was. It's Get Licensed 101? <laughs> It was literally like... Well, we started by joining a fan club, uh, and then we got our fishing license, and then we got our hunting license, and then we were able to get dishwasher of the month, no. and then we moved so, on to CPR. So in this class, because I never officially took a athletic class, oh, okay. Uh, I was always doing like after school athletics, so powerlifting and all mm -hmm. that crap. Yeah. But that didn't take as a credit. It was always like an extracurricular kind of thing. Yeah. So I needed a it's crazy, by the way. But yeah, I sure. needed a, an athletic credit in order to graduate, and that class was classified as athletics. That makes no sense. Uh, yeah, okay, I don't, I sure. don't know. But you got certified in a whole bunch of crap for no reason, yeah. and so yeah. I just for a year happened to have my boating's license my cpr license, <laughs> boating license. <laughs> i could if i wanted to drive a boat allison or was whatever. so damn skilled she could drive her forklift to the boat <laughs> then drive the boat to a man who's dying of heart attack <laughs> fix him and then catch a fish on the way back to the dock hey sure. if it's a clutch it's All, a clutch it's a clutch okay all right i'll remind you of that next time 
Hey, remember it, that only existed for one year. After that, do you that, drive a stick? Do I drive? Is your car a stick? It can be. <laughs> That's not the way it works. But okay, sure. <laughs> so my car is one of those cars that if you move it in a certain gear, yeah, it has that. Like it can be a stick. Oh, but I see what you're saying. You can put it like in low gear and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So That's not the same. No. Okay, sure. My dad did teach me ish how to drive. How to drive a stick? How to drive a stick. That's really good, though. Honestly, I mean, because everybody needs that I would, skill. I was. Just in case. I was super, super little. I, I say super little. I was probably like twelve. Yeah. So. Was I the stick bigger than you? Is all I'm asking. <laughs> Can you just stop? Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. Jennifer Love Hewitt, has the stick ever been bigger than you? If so, please let us know. 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. All right, go. Anyways. All right. Back Dead to. Dead guy, bad guy. Yeah. He's in him. Grabbing um, his bitch pocket. Yep, got it. So they're in their room doing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. The f- Jim comes in. I need to go take a shower. Okay, cool. Bye. Uh, comes back He's in. He's at home? Yeah, so okay. they're at home. It's that night. Be weird in the middle of CPR. You just go, hey, listen, class, I got to go take a shower. <laughs> no, so they're at it's home. It's getting me all worked up, all this CPR and di- dying people. No, so they're at home. And okay. he goes to take a shower. Melinda mm-hmm. is ta- is watching a very scary movie mm. that apparently she they've watched several dun, times. Dun, dun. And it's still very scary. Mm. Jim comes back in. She's watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. That'd be kind of cool, honestly. That would be really <laughs> like cool. Do, I don't know what the what the yearing is here or the yearing. Again, I'm airing? having trouble with <laughs> the airing <laughs> of this. Hard to say. I'm having trouble with graphics. I don't know what's going on in my brain. I'm having a small stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you know who helps with small strokes a lot uh, is Jennifer Love Hewitt. And if she could call me at two five four three zero zero seven nine eight two and help me out with that small stroke, I'd really appreciate it. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. All right, go. So dumb. So it's now. This whole show is dumb. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is the most ridiculous, stupid show ever. But uh, I love we, it. We have dumber shows. Well, that's true. <laughs> so can't go too mm-hmm. much down that rabbit hole. By the way, while we're talking about dumb shows, I would like to mention a show that's not dumb, and that is Bibliophobia. Uh, producer Mason, who uh, was behind that microphone you see right there, uh, he produces a show weekly now about books. And uh, no. you've been a guest on that. Every episode. Yeah, that's every fantastic. I, I, I don't know how much you can be a guest if you're on every episode, but you know what? That's fine. Well, at one point he says, don't come in, and then it's not you're not a guest anymore, I guess. I don't know. You know, I would really love that explained to me, what's a guest, what's not a guest. You know, somebody who's been a guest a lot of times on a lot of shows is Jennifer Love Hewitt. If she could call us at 254-300-7982, Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be a guest on our show. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) 
Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, fun fact, I popped my back. Anyways. Good stuff. Yeah. So they tried to plug in like an electrical heater. Yeah. Blew out the... Who's, who's cold? Jim and Melinda. Okay. Apparently it gets real cold in their room. Well, they got a mm-hmm. ghosty draft house. Yeah. So they try to plug again. Plug, see, now you're... Plug a can. <laughs> sure. Plug again. Yeah. Plug a cannon. <laughs> They're trying to plug it in. Yeah. Blows out a fuse. Jim mm-hmm. goes down to fix it. Mm-hmm. And during that time period, she sees the ghost. Okay. So this is really the first, like, interaction that they're having. Yeah. Hey, you, get out of my husband. No. <laughs> well, she she tries to be very standoffish, mm-hmm. but it you can tell it's very awkward. She's like, I'm not afraid of you. I'm just, I'm just not afraid of you. And he's just standing there like, okay, yeah. great. Like yeah. this semi-lean, muscular, built dude. Yeah. And so he and she's like, "What do you want with my husband?" And he goes on to say, "It's not you. Th- it's not him that I want. It's you." It's not him. It's you. And so that kind of it's not you. It's me. Trips her up a little bit. She finds out his true intentions on what he was doing the night that he had passed. Mm-hmm. He was wanting to go apologize to the family of the son that he had killed. It Did was, he kill this kid by burning a house down? Why so, am I remembering that? I think that was part of the episode, but okay. I don't think it really had much to do outside I of... I really think I'm confusing that with the guy from Suicide Squad. I think in my I, head, I think those two are. are together. Yeah. yeah. So he just says, and he tells her the story of, I was a part of a bank robbery. Mm. I tried to hijack a car, and the driver was fighting me, and he accidentally pulled the trigger and killed an innocent bystander. Oh, and he, when he got out, he was trying to go apologize to that innocent bystander's family mm-hmm. um, and just say, I'm sorry, I want forgiveness, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then lights come back on, Jim so walks this in. this is how we complete the circle on this yes. one, right? Okay. Yes. All right. So then Melinda tells Jim. This is one of the first ones that actually makes sense to me. Yeah. Like the fact that that yeah. ghost has imprinted himself on this person uh because he was near him and the accident had just happened you know this one yeah. actually kind of makes sense to me and he's got true unfinished business i i think a lot of the time when i think ghosts i think that there was a crime or there was a murder or there was a something you know mm-hmm. and they have to finish whatever they were doing yeah. so this one actually makes sense this me. yeah and this one a lot of it has a bunch of folds that you don't really see until mm-hmm. the end of the episode like the circus fat lady a lot of folds you never see you know what? Just no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Melinda tells Jim the whole story. Jim's yeah. like, he's totally against going 
to this innocent bystander's family. I I, he, I agree. Yeah, but sure. And I so, mean, because you never know how, yeah, what that's going to end up. Yeah, like. and he brought that exact thing up: is you never know. And mm-hmm. so she's like, "Well, we have to try." So well, then, no, we don't, Melinda. But okay, sure, whatever you say. I guess since you're the ghost whisperer. So as this, you know who the ghost whisperer? Did you know who the who played the ghost whisperer? I it was do. Jennifer Love Hewitt, and if she'd like to contact us, she can do it at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show about you. All okay. right, go for it. So as this is starting to unfold, this is where her, like, college, former college best friend starts okay. to play All a right. part this in it. This is where the one that humiliated her in college comes yeah. into play. Yeah, okay. so she comes into the shop. Please tell me she sicks this ex-con ghost on her friend. No. Oh, damn it. So she comes in and she's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Calls Melinda by her nickname. I forget what it was. Andrea seems a little. Melinda Bear. Uh, uh, I don't, I think so. it was like Migs or Mel. Oh, okay. So it was something like. Migs. It was something, great. it was something totally weird. Yeah. And yeah. Andrea's like, what? And so Melinda's like, oh, we just had a falling out. She used to be my best friend. Well, she keeps coming around trying to, like, get in contact with Melinda. Mm-hmm. Melinda finally tells Andrea the true story that they had been best friends since high school. But their first year in college, she told all of their friend circle about her gift. Mm-hmm. And on Halloween Day, they told Melinda to come as their favorite, as her favorite, like, fairy creature or mythical mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. so she comes as a fairy and then everybody is dressed up as a ghost is this is this the opportune time to mention the podcast that you're starting about cryptids i mean yes isn't that I'm, a fair in a fairy a cryptid yes okay. it is be on the lookout for allison's new series called the mysteries of the paranormal there you go yeah uh all about cryptids and cryptid type stuff and cryptid hobbies and hangouts not gonna lie yesterday when i was trying to record the trailer yeah. for whatever reason mysteries i uh-huh. could not i could not pronounce could not pronounce mysteries yeah. Master, i huh. don't know what it was allison you got to stop getting drunk at lunch <laughs> that's all there is to it that's this is a workplace allison put your bottle down five minutes I don't know. You know who I've never heard had a drinking problem was Jennifer Love Hewitt, and she could call us and talk to us about that and how it's impacted her life at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, we know you were never a drunk. All right, go for it. Uh, so And be on our show. Yes, please be on our show. Please be on our show. Mike would love for that to be sooner than later, but <laughs> <laughs> I would like for that to be later than sooner. It would be nice, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of like, you know, you know, a dog is very, very sick and you have to take them in and put them down. That's what this would be. It'd be a mercy killing for me. Yeah, it'd be great. I appreciate it. Somebody could just squash me and put me out of my misery. Oh, where would the fun be in that? That's true. That's true. But essentially she, Melinda's very picky about who she tells. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And this best friend wait betrayed. so she came as a fairy to the halloween party yes and everybody else was dressed just normally no like sheets like sheet ghosts oh to make fun of melinda this was a rally this was basically okay. just <laughs> this is like a kkk rally or something or what this is essentially a party to make fun of melinda 
Oh, because they found out she can see ghosts. Yes. Oh. So they were essentially just bullying her. What a turd. And this is their first year in college. So you could assume that they're between 18, 20, bullying another 18-year-old. Yeah. That does suck. And... Hey, the, the the second quote here about the reasons why Alexa humiliated Melinda back in freshman year of college. Alexis Fogarty says, I kept her secret all through high school. I was practically her only friend at her grandmother's funeral. I've listened to all of her problems all the time. And then Andrea says, Alexis, that's just what friends do. Yeah. So this is the day after, that was the day after Melinda had told Andrea what had happened. Mm-hmm. And Andrea, knowing that secret, basically told her that and it's like you you keep you keep certain secret secrets from from everybody else about that person absolutely and and so anyway the whole point of her trying to get in contact with andrea was to try to get this whole like back end of please schedule this thing for me and Mm -hmm. uh please call me jennifer love hewitt you know kind of thing wait what what did you say please call me at 254-300-7982? Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. Yeah. Okay. See? Perfect. That was great. I love how you segued <laughs> into that. That was wonderful. <laughs> I try sometimes. You did a great job, yeah. Only sometimes. That's good. <laughs> but that's kind of going on underneath all this other stuff with Tattoo Boy and everything. Right. Tattoo Boy. <laughs> so Jim and Melinda then go to the victim's <clears throat> parents' house. Okay. This is the house of the person who was just uh, the family of the guy who was killed by the tattoo boy. Yes. Okay, gotcha. She then kind of explains what's going on, and Jim being having this attachment with the tattoo boy is very affected by him. And she's like, well, this is what's going on, and they didn't take well. They're like, well, good. It's a good thing he's dead. Like, he's sh- like basically he's like, they, he killed an innocent man. He killed someone that would have done good. And what did uh, he do? Well, blah, I blah, mean, blah. I can see that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so throughout this time, while Melinda's trying to explain, Jim is feeling this guy's emotions. Mm-hmm. And he just becomes very on edge. Okay. And so he, he's feeling the dead guy's emotions, tattoo boy's emotions. Yes. Okay, so, he, so it must be overwhelming to him that he's feeling his own stuff plus this guy's stuff or whatever. Yeah. So that's what's driving him. Okay, yeah. all right, gotcha. And that, that's really why he's being so dickish and standoffish <laughs> towards Melinda. That's my new show, dickish. Uh, so on their way back from the victim's family's house, yeah. they stop to have lunch, and this is where Jim says, I don't know, I always feel lonely even around people I care about, even like... Sure. Even around you in this moment, I feel alone. Gosh. Like. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. So this is where she finds that out. And she's like, well, this it's not your emotions. It's this guy's emotions. And Jeff, you know. Jeff the dead guy's emotions. Yeah. Sure. And so he's we like. we got to get something on this. this. Listen to that. That's what it used to sound like in my grandparents' bedroom in the middle of the night. I don't know what they were doing, but I think they like to play jump on the bed. Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Grandma, could you keep it down? Come on. I'm trying to masturbate in here. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, you got it, Mason. I will not move it. He sends me a text. Mason sends me a text and goes, maybe just don't move it. <laughs> okay. It's a good plan. 
All right, sorry. Enough about my grandparents' sex life. Sure. So done. You know what? I'm going to quit the show. Okay, maybe not. But if I do, please call this. Susie and Renfro used to really get at it. They were. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Okay. They were young once, I'm saying, you know? I mean. You know what? No. No, Mike, no. Hey, you know what? I'd love to know about everybody's grandparents' sex life, especially Jennifer Love Hewitt's grandparents. She could call us at 254-300-7982 and tell us about her squeaky posts. Hey. Our sexy, sexy grandparents. Did you get duct tape for us? No. No, those were already here. And that, that's gaff tape. You know um, the difference? Well, one's for the gophers and one's, one's for the ducks. One's more expensive than the other. That's what the difference is. All right. So we got to finish this. Come on. Um. So Where are we at? They go home. Yeah. They stop for lunch after, yeah. after talking to yeah. the dead guy's people. Sure. Stop for lunch. And then they go over, try to figure out. The dead guy's like, well, go find my wife. Mm-hmm. She'd be the only other hope. Don't give me orders, ghost. So they go over to find his wife. Melinda's like, hey, I've been in contact with Julian. Jeff. Which, his name is Julian. Oh, okay. Which happened, and she goes, well, how do you know Julian? And he, she's like, well, and she explains the whole gibberish that- You stole norm- my diamonds. The normal gibberish that she gives every person, ask right, if she right. can go in. Uh, there's gibberish. The, the normal of like, yeah, 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 I can I speak to it. the dead and this yeah. and that. And, okay. you know, right. so they yeah. go in and start to talk. And then Julian's telling her all the, like, the normal stuff. Like, oh, tell her this because only us sure, two would know. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So they get in the conversation and then Julian goes over and says, hey, by the way, I don't blame you for turning me in. Mm. And because he thought that his wife turned him in. Got it. And then the son... Who it looks about probably ten comes in and he, he said and he in. says no I did. <sighs> what a twist. Yeah. So then he gets so mad. I didn't ma- expect that bump in the roller coaster. So then he gets mad. He's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Tell if you do, tell me what tattoo he has behind his right ear. What does that and prove? To, because he goes on to explain when oh, I was born. I, oh, oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. It was a so tattoo they're dedicated. they Melinda. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, I thought they were asking his son. No. Oh, yeah? So, Prove it. What tattoos do you have behind his ear? Well, that so makes no sense. the kid was asking, yeah, 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 what yeah. does my dad have? Get it. And so Melinda tells him, clarifies it, is like, okay, mm-hmm. you're good, you're mm-hmm. legit, whatever. Yeah. Um. Then Julian, You've been accepted. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So then Julian goes on to tell his son good job for protecting your mom yeah that's what a man should be sure. that's what a man should do right um despite what their father's doing and he says be true. F- he said befriend the victim's family they're an o- elderly couple okay don't tell them who you're related to yeah don't tell them anything other than just go be nice to them yeah just be saying. nice yeah. do good gotcha. do what you can okay and then disappears that's it yeah that's the end of the show yeah, and so... God damn it, this thing, it gets me every damn time. Like, I, I get into the story just a little bit, and then it goes, up, oh, bye. Well, and then, so the way he go- disappears is that he has to pass through Jim's body. Because he's attached to Jim. Lucky Jim. And so he, he, has to, he has to pass through 
So essentially, he walks backwards, uh, and Jim is walking forward, oh and so they, <laughs> they go, and then Julian's dead spirit goes up and through his head. Makes a, makes a head. ghost sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And so that's kind of like what happens oh. with that. And then Melinda sits down to have lunch with that ex best friend. Yeah. And Does that she, work out? No. Oh. So what she comes to find out is that her ex best friend is just using her to find her ex-best friend's grandmother's really nice emerald necklace. Oh. That's all she wants gotcha. because of the money. Hey, I know somebody who can help me find that. That's a, that's like her thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah so okay. Melinda finds out that that was her intentions, was just to get the necklace for what the money. Yeah, and so and then her the d- best friend's grandmother sees Melinda, and she sits there and shakes her head no, like, don't tell her. Don't tell her where and my so, necklace is. And so Melinda's like, I'm sorry. I don't see her. Good luck. Mm. And then just gets up and so walks away. So she has the last laugh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sticks her with the bill. Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah just gets up and Got leaves. Got a free sandwich. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then just leaves. Wow. Well, uh, you know what I would like to know if uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is ever dash and dine like that or dine and dash. You can call us and let us know at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, have you ever dined and dash? And could you please be on our show? Well, I appreciate you taking the reins on this one. Um, I appreciate you taking the sole hit that that ultimately probably caused. Because uh, you've seen this episode more than once, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, because I had to restart it. And then it's been on pause because somebody oh, didn't yeah. want to continue watching it. So we started no. watching stupid videos. Oh, I see. At your house? Not me. Oh, yeah. This you. was at your house. I was not at your house watching this. <laughs> No, I was wanting. I was so excited to have you know start the show, oh, watch see. Ghost Whisperer. Because at this point, I would have already been halfway well, where I, told I left. You, I told where you what I left off with me, right? Where I left off, and then no, somebody over here who thinks he's big and bad is like. Well, I had to get a haircut. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I did I had to get a haircut instead of doing this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the haircut no, you got yesterday. We had a lot of we had we had all the kids in last night, and they were all over to see the new baby, and um, which we keep in a small cage uh, at the foot of our bed. Um, and <laughs> uh, we're keeping a baby tonight too. Um, a baby? Uh, just a general baby. We just put a thing out on <laughs> Craigslist and said, "Bring your baby." Somebody answered. Um, they do every time without a without a miss. Yeah. Yeah, you know the crazy thing is like you you flood the market with babies the price really plummets <laughs> no like you can't sell a baby for hardly anything these days what? They didn't, it's like it's like your social security number on the black market you know it's worth like 10 cents or something babies buck 50 something like that so you gotta get, you gotta get so many babies so bad. <laughs> anyway all right that was stupid i'm sorry um so thank you again for taking the reins on that thank you guys for listening to us i hope you made it to this point uh and uh, i'd like to extend an invitation an exclusive invitation to jennifer love hewitt to please be on our show at and you can call us about that booking at 254-300-7982 jennifer love hewitt please be on our show i guess that's it huh yep kind of done Mason, thank you for uh, producing. We appreciate it. Uh, Allison, thank you for doing your research. Oh, meaning watching the show. Well, yeah, (laughs) you did the research. Um, And uh, thank you to me for being here. (laughs) That's (laughs) bullshit. 
All right. We'll see you again next time, guys. Uh, and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you're listening, please call us at 254-300-7982. We love you. Please be on our show. Bye. Bye.